Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with motivational speaker, author, and special education teacher, Mark Chettier. He believes in the quote, always believe you can make a difference, but never let your difference keep you from what you believe. Every day, he mentors students who must overcome serious challenges. Growing up with Tourette's syndrome, he had poor grades and demonstrated significant behaviors, but thanks to positive relationships with educators, he was able to defy expectations and succeed in school. As an adult, he sustained a brain injury and developed a significant stutter that made life exasperating. Despite these challenges, he went on to earn two master's degrees and continues to make an impact as a special education teacher. Enjoy this interview. Nice to meet you, Joe. Thank you. Yeah, nice to meet you, Matt. So before we get into your life and exactly what you do and what makes you do what you do, I want to know how did you do during COVID? You know, how did you survive through it? And how did you change as a result? So I actually started out um, the first school year I started out um in person and then i moved to teaching remotely and so um obviously like uh, i had to employ different strategies and and expand my repertoire as a teacher um and learn how to teach in a different format basically and so that that definitely was a a, a growing a challenge that I, I i feel like i rose to uh, but then also, like, it was just a struggle, like, leaving my brick-and-mortar school and and going online to a whole new set of kids and kind of feeling like like I never really got to say goodbye to those kids that I had worked with for a couple years prior. And so I actually have um, a few poems. I have a poem about going from brick-and-mortar to remote and then I have another poem that kind of deals with that as well. And then I have a, a poem that uh, deals with uh, my experience uh, teaching a student uh, remotely and how we were able to form a, a, a beautiful connection uh, that, that still lives on today. And, and both, all three of those poems are, um, are, are, are in my current manuscript that I'm shopping uh, to publishers at the moment. So. That's wonderful. So tell me exactly, if you were to be in front of a bunch of grade school kids for career day, and they looked and up at you and asked you, what do you do every day? What, what is your job? How would you answer it? Um, I would say that my job is to teach reading and writing and math and social skills and access skills, but my primary goal and objective is to teach kids to be good human beings. And so while I teach academics and behavior and social skills, um, my ultimate goal is to help groom the next generation of, of learners and workers uh, to be good, productive members of society and to be good people. And I would say that success looks different for everybody. And I would say that um, for some people, success might be going to college. For some people, success might be uh, being a good husband and, and father or mother and, 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 uh, and wife. And, um, and for some, uh, success might look like working at Walmart and working a nine-to-five job and, and living a happy life. I know that you've had to overcome some challenges in your own life. Talk to me a little bit about growing up, 
and, you know, some of the obstacles that you had to get over to get where you're at today? So I, I grew up with Tourette's syndrome. I, I had symptoms from age seven on, uh, but I, I wasn't diagnosed formally until I was almost 18 years old. So I went through all of public school basically until my senior year without any knowledge or information that I had Tourette's and yet I had these symptoms that impacted me socially, they impacted my friendships, they impacted my behavior at school. I had a lot of significant behaviors at school uh, that, that made school very challenging. I struggled academically for most of my, for most of my school career um, and so I, I wasn't, I had all these symptoms and all these things going on. On top of this, I was being raised by a single father who was, um, oftentimes abusive in, in several capacities. And so I really struggled with, with finding my way. Um, but, uh, as fate would have it, uh, a lot of my success today that I, I owe to the teachers and educators in my life during my school career that that extended a helping hand that reached out to me and showed me that they cared and showed that that I that I was worthy of of success and that they were invested in my success and that they cared about me um as a person as as an individual. So who would you say has been a hero in your life? Someone that you consistently looked up to? I guess the first person that comes to mind is probably my best friend. Um, his name is Jimmy Poole. Uh, he, he is someone that um, has been my best friend for the last 15 and 20 years, and I've known him for about 25 years. And one thing that amazes me about Jimmy is that he is always kind to anyone and everyone he meets. And so uh, no matter who it is, he extends kindness to everyone. He's this big, tall guy. He's about 6'4", six, 6'5", six, uh, a pretty, you know, imposing figure if you were to see him on the street. However, uh, even when people are rude to him, he he addresses them kindly and respectfully. And so I really really tried to mold my positive attitude in life. We're both educators. He he kind of helped steer me in education because he started before me. And um, he, he kind of has been a role model for me, not just as an educator, but as a person in, in the way of treating everyone kindly, um, putting kids first, doing what's best for kids, treating kids kindly no matter what their circumstances or what their history is, and just, um, you know, going by that golden rule of treat others how you want to be treated, and even if they're not treating you how you want to be treated, treat them kindly above everything else. So if you could meet one person alive on the planet, who would it be? Who would you want to talk to? The Rock. I am a huge WWE fan. I have been for... Um, consistently for the last 21 years. And then, of course, during the 80s when, when everyone was watching wrestling, um, I was a fan then. But I've just always been a fan of The Rock. 
Um, I have all his movies, and it's not because I think he's the best actor in the world, because I think a lot of times he overacts. He, he does, has had made some, he has had some good performances. Uh, but I think what, what impresses me about The Rock is I follow him on Facebook, and I see his workout videos and his, his philosophical videos, and he just seems like a genuinely nice guy that hasn't let fame and fortune go to his head. And he just seems like a genuinely authentic, good person that wants to help others and be good and kind to people. So what's been the best response you've ever gotten from a student or anybody that you've helped in your life that really appreciated what you did? Well, uh, I've got two that come to mind. Um, One time I was testing a student whose name was Moses, and I had a nickname for him. I called him Mostis, and uh, I was giving him a a special education assessment, and I said to him, I said, hey, Mostis, um, what's your birthday? Because I needed to write his birthday for the assessment. And I said, Mostis, what's your birthday? He goes, April 22nd. I said, what year? He says, every year. And so (laughs) I I just – I love that response, right? Because, I mean, how true and, and, and accurate is that, that, you know, as long as, as long as he's alive, his birthday will be every year. And so I, I, that always comes to mind as, as, um, as a great response that I've had during teaching. And then another, um, another uh, kind of motto that I've, I've tried to live by is uh, my creative writing professor in college his name was David Kepinger. Um and, and I forget exactly what context we're talking about this, uh, but we were in a creative writing class, and he was saying to the class that you can be ruled by it or you can rule it. And, um, and I apply that to my disabilities, and, and I, I just feel like, you know, I I can sit here and play woe is me with my Tourette's and, and my brain injury and my stuttering, um, but or I can or I can rule it myself and not let that impede or impact my life as a teacher and as a human being. I have a seventeen uh, year old son who's in the autism spectrum, and and I you know I, I'm always amazed at how how things can grow and change over time, and I think that's the bottom line is. At the end of the day, you just got to keep going. You got to believe in what you're doing and and just move forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely. What do you look forward to the most every day you wake up? You know, you have things that you have to do, but what is it that brings you the most joy being alive and waking up? So um, that's a great question because um, in addition to Tourette's, and, and and associated disorders like anxiety, OCD that I struggle with. Um, so I take a, quite a bit of medication, but I also have some heart conditions. I have uh, um, hypertension, and so I take blood pressure medication. And as you can imagine, all these medications make you tired, right? So So I take several pills at night, and I take several pills in the morning, and so sleeping, on top of that, I have some really bizarre nightmares and, and sleep apnea. And so I never sleep, sleep well. I haven't slept well since, since I started taking medication for Tourette's at age 18. Um, so um, sleep is a huge struggle for me. But sometimes in the morning, like when I wake up, I'm so tired it hurts. 
But what keeps me going and what keeps me getting up each day is my students because um, I just live to teach special education. Uh, I'm a single guy. I don't have any kids. I've never been married. And so my students are like my children or, or like my kids um, that I, I don't have. But I, I, I love them as if they're, they're my own kids. And so I always say that teaching is the love of my life um, in addition to poetry. And, um, and so I get up for the love of my life, which fills my bucket exponentially, uh, just teaching kids and, and just the quirky and, and remarkable things that they say to me. Uh, kids are so kind and loving. Um, I've, I've always believed, I found out very early on in my career that no kid, that there's no such thing as a bad kid, that every kid, whether they have a behavior or or a challenge, or a disability, or 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 any anything about them that that maybe the typical teacher or typical person might not appreciate or like, or or might not seem welcoming. I've always I I, I came to learn early on that every behavior comes from somewhere, and that there's no such thing as a bad kid. And so um, I just wake up every day. Uh, determined to make a difference in in a kid's life every single day, and I like to think that I achieve that, uh, and, and that's what keeps me going. Because sometimes waking up is so arduous that it is it physically hurts, but I keep doing it because it's it's my, it's like I said, the love of my life. You want to recite one of your poems to me? Yes, um, I I picked out a. Uh, a couple. Um, would you like to hear one about? Um, I have one from my book about an experience with a kid um, in a military family, and I have one about my experiences with COVID teaching. Since uh, you, since you talk the the kids, and I really like your explanation of you know all kids are good. Let's do the one about the kids. Okay. Great. Great. So this is from my book. It's called Fingerprints, and it's a collection of poems that was published about four years ago, and it's a, a, a series of poems about the shared successes of me and my students in overcoming disabilities, mental illness, and abuse. And this poem is called PTSD, and it was inspired by a kid that I worked with uh, my first few years in education. Um, in a military town about 10 miles south of Colorado Springs. It's called PTSD. You're 11 years old, running down the jawed rocks by the river, stepping on branches as you break the backs of your sneakers in until your heels bleed. You're playing hide-and-seek, hoping he doesn't find you, that he won't make you the pretty star on his last step. Your dad's been at war for years now, using R&R to teach you how to tear up a floor and lay tile, showing you how to wear sunglasses, just so, down the nose, like a lie. But you just stand there as he pushes the hair from your face and massages your neck in front of your teachers. Running faster now, you hear his voice and wonder if he's giving up, wonder if he's going to rain, wonder if it's going to rain as you notice the charcoal clouds gaming the sun and make it to a, a stop train at the railroad tracks, hustling into the last car, 
breathing under a pe- breathing under a piece of tarp like fire eating air. You kn- you know that moment right before you cry when everything starts to run together like lines changing color. That's you. Tears taste different when they come from your own eyes, like a little why the hell not as they pulp, his voice rattling in your head that says this is all normal, like the day he wrote your name above his seven steps to hell tattoo, you're here. You probably fought back when the police pulled you out from in between the clothes in your closet, or maybe it was the whelps weaning from your mother's mouth pressed against the kitchen window, the blinds blades across her lips, and the police rolling your dad over on his stomach when they read him, him his Miranda rights. I'm going to take you all with me, his mutter echoing, like the crackling of the thunder outside, waiting to seize. Wow, that's intense. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Wow, that's great. Uh, Mark, so if anybody wants to read any of your work, <coughs> learn anything more about you and what you do, where can they go on the web to do that? Um, so I have a website. Uh, I, I also do motivational speaking, and um, I, I speak about uh, at conferences and universities and to, uh, to school districts about the power of positive relationships. And I have a website that supports that. It's www teacherwithtourette.com and uh, hopefully you can put that in the show notes I'd be happy to pass that on to you later Um, and and on that website I have uh, information about my speaking, I have information about my book, I have contact information if anyone wants to reach out and say hello or ask a question or if they are interested in purchasing my book they can do that on there I have video clips of me speaking at conferences. Uh, Last February, I gave a keynote speech at the Alaska Statewide Special Education Conference in in Anchorage. And um, there's there's a clip from that. And so if anyone wants to reach out, again, www.teacherwithtourette.com. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for what you're doing, and good luck with everything. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, education, and music around the globe. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. Yeah.